we're continuing our lesson studying about the uh, the I am statements of Jesus. And in doing this, we're talking about who Jesus is. Uh, and um, we have done, we have done covered uh, different aspects. And uh, tonight uh, is uh, one of my favorite. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, where he said, I am the good shepherd. Hallelujah. And um, so we're going to get into this one tonight, and let's just uh, uh, see what we can uh, get to. Our, um, our scripture text is John chapter 10 and verse 14, and uh, it's there um, uh, on your handout that you got. Well, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. Hallelujah. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. Praise the Lord. I'm glad he is the good shepherd tonight. Hallelujah. He being the good shepherd is one who we can count on in all situations. He's one who we can turn to. He's one who knows what we have need of before we even ask. Hallelujah. Amen. He is the, the good shepherd. And he knows his sheep. I like that. There's a song out, um, a gospel song that said, He knows my name. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm glad the Lord knows my name. He knows what path I'm on. He knows where I'm going. He knows where I'm at this particular time. Hallelujah. And then it said, I am known of mine. Now, this scripture uh, is taken out of the setting of the 10th chapter of John, and we're going to read uh, uh, all the scriptures involved in this, verses 11 through 16. He said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an harlan and not the shepherd, whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth. And the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The harlan fleeth because he is an harlan and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and know my uh, sheep, and am known of mine. As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this foe. Them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one foal and one shepherd. Hallelujah. Now, before we get into the introduction here and talking in our lesson, uh, I want to bring out that 16th verse because I don't. Um, we won't be getting into that part of it in our lesson where Jesus said, Other sheep I have which are not of this foal. Now, he is talking there uh, of the household of Israel, 
when he said, with other sheep I've got, that's not of this fold. I have, uh, I have heard uh, it taught in the past and um, where people uh, use that and very surprisingly to try to describe various different denominations. But this don't have anything to do with different denominations. It has nothing to do with all. Uh, the foal that he, was, he said this foal was the Jewish people, the nation of Israel. But he said, now there are some other sheep that I have. Them also I must bring. And I'm so happy, I'm so thankful, Brother Kyle, that he included that. Because when he included that, he included me. Hallelujah. He included you. He said, them also I must bring. That is the Gentile nation he's referring to. Hallelujah. He said, you had the, the sheep, and all through the Old Testament, Israel was known as the sheep of God. <coughs> but he said, other sheep I've got, that's not of this fold. I'm going to bring them. Thank God the Lord sent a man by the name of Peter down to a guy's house by the name of Cornelius. Hallelujah. And the door was open, and you and I had had a chance of salvation. Uh, so he said, when that happens, when that transpires, there shall be one foal and one shepherd. Hallelujah. Uh, the, the kingdom of God, and this goes back, and I could really, and I don't have time, but there's Old Testament scriptures Talk uh, that talks about this day where God is going to was going to bring bring the two together, Amen. And there would be one fold, and I'm thankful that God has done that, Amen. And there's real there's only one fold today, and that that's combined of Jews and Gentiles, male and female, bond and free. As uh, I think it's Brother Kyle Mitchell years ago, it's whosoever will. Whosoever will. Now, talking a little bit about sheep. Sheep is a metaphor for God's people. Although sheep are notoriously, and this is true, I mean, I, I, I've even read this uh, in, in reference material, but, and so I'm not trying to be crude here, but sheep are stupid animals. So, that right there let us know that we, we don't have no reason to get too prideful. Hallelujah. Because he, 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 he considers us sheep. Amen. Uh, several times in the scripture, he refers to sheep being led dumb. Hallelujah. Amen. Uh, sheep can't survive on their own. They show us that without God, we are just like them. I saw a picture on the, uh, the internet one time and of this, this one sheep. And uh, this, this sheep decided to get out of the way on his own. He wandered. And I may be jumping the gun a little bit because I'm going to talk more about this in a few minutes. But I'm going to go ahead and include this right now. That poor sheep 
was so loaded down with wool, and it was filthy, and it was matted. Couldn't hardly see. The wool was all covered up in his face, and uh, he could barely move and get around. And that picture and the topic was about it, this was talking about how that we all need to be a part of the church, amen, and, uh, and be, be under the guidance, not only of Jesus, but, but the shepherd, the pastor that God has given us. That just like a sheep, if they, if they decide they're going to get out, of, they cannot take care of themselves. That sheep is going to have to be sheared. That sheep had got away and lived for several months in the woodlands on his own, was living a miserable life because it got itself in a condition and it couldn't take care of itself. Hallelujah. Just like us, church, we, we, uh, we need to be a part of the body of Christ. We need to be under the umbrella of the leadership that God puts us under. Hallelujah. Amen. And I guarantee you that, that that sheep, after they took that picture, when they took that sheep and they, they sheared him and got all that wool off, he, that sheep felt a whole lot better. Amen. And uh, that's the same way as um, the sister said it is with us. Sheep needs constant care and attention. And the sheep that skips out on that care will die. Hallelujah, we'll die. The shepherd is the one who graciously cares for the sheep in his care. Hallelujah. Now, Jesus describes himself as being the good shepherd. He just didn't say, I am the shepherd, but he said, I'm the good shepherd. And he verifies that by stating the good shepherd will give his life for the sheep. Unlike a hireling, and a hireling, as I got down on your uh, handout there, is one paid to do a particular task. He's been hard for something. Uh, he, he's got nothing invested in the sheep. And he could care less if one gets injured, sick, or lost. It amazes me. How some people will sit and they will send thousands and millions of dollars away to some TV preacher somewhere who could care less about them. Who would who, who wouldn't who wouldn't uh, who, who you can't go to in, in the middle of the night if you need prayer? Hallelujah! Or got situations going on. You know, there's a lot of people that's willing to take take the money. But they ain't—they're not willing to give you what needs to be what you need. Come on, Hallelujah! Jesus is not the harlan. He's not been hard to do a particular task. <coughs> He's got plenty invested in his sheep. He's got plenty invested. Now there, there's a couple of facts con- concerning sheep that I, I feel like it's worthy to bear out and bear mention tonight, uh, and. Number one, sheep know their shepherd's voice. Hallelujah. We read that in the scripture, amen? Now, even though sheep have a limited 
capacity in there. As I said, they're they're kind of they have uh, 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 they're kind of dumb, but yet they're able to learn and know uh, their shepherd's voice. Uh, John ten four and five, and um, we're going to read this again. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Now, the reason why that is worded like that, and when he brings out his own sheep. Now, we talked a few minutes ago about a sheepfold, and I um, I looked up and got various pictures and um I would like to, I should have got something downloaded. It had been good to show you some of these pictures tonight, but we don't have them. I apologize for that. But I, 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 you can look up various sheepfolds in the Middle East. And most of the time, a, a, a fold is a community thing with uh, uh, various shepherds along with their sheep. And when they put their sheep into that fold for keeping uh, through the night, uh, you might have, like I said, three or four different shepherds that's got sheep in that fold. And then in the morning when it's time to go out to do the grazing, it says that when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them. One by one, that shepherd goes to the gate of the fold and he makes a particular call and sound and the sheep that are his recognize his voice and they start leaving the fold to follow him. I talked to a minister friend of mine who I've never been to Jerusalem, but I talked to a minister friend of mine who has been there and he's actually saw this in practice. He said it was amazing. He, uh, uh, outside of one of the little uh, villages there, there was a sheepfold that had um, 75 or 80 uh, sheep, uh, and uh, that was uh, three or four shepherds involved. And he watched as each shepherd went to the gate uh, of that fold and called, and that particular sheep heard his voice would follow that shepherd out. Then another shepherd would come and do the same thing and the sheep that belonged to him. So when Jesus was given this analogy, he, he, gave, he gave this because he knew those people back in that time knew exactly what he was talking about. Now, a lot of people get concerned about being deceived. But I'm going to tell you what, folks. If we are in Jesus Christ, we talked about uh, Jesus being the true vine. And remember the scriptures that we talked about? He said, being in Christ, every branch in me. Listen, if you are really rooted and grounded in Christ, you're going to know his voice. And when, and when the harlan comes along and begins to cry out and try to fool you, you're going to know there's something strange going on. I believe that. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe that if you're a true sheep of the Lord, you're going to know his voice and a stranger you won't follow. That's what the book says. That's what the book says. Hallelujah. And I believe it. So that is, that is one fact and characteristic. Sheep know the shepherd's voice. 
And what we need to do, amen, is just to take the time to listen to that voice. And uh, I know sometimes when you first come to God and, and God speaks to you, and I've done this many, many times, God, uh, is that you? But the longer you walk with the Lord and you, and you get in the Lord and you, and, and you know him and he knows you, you, you find yourself not having to ask that question as much, Lord, is that you? Because you learn to distinguish, amen, the voice of God. Now, there's something else, another fact about sheep that uh, we want to talk about, and sheep have a tendency to stray. I, I talk, told you a few minutes ago about that picture I uh, saw of that one sheep it, that went astray and was out for several months and the shape it was in. Uh, sheep have a tendency to stray. We're going to go to Isaiah 53 in verse 6, and this is what it says. All we like sheep have gone astray. My, mind. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquity of us all. Sheep have a tendency to wander off. And Here's the scenario. A sheep out in the field gets to grazing. And as, as he grazes, he just moves about. And that sheep gets caught up in its own little world. And it's not like that it's intendedly, intendedly trying to run away from the flock or the shepherd. But he gets in his own little world, and he don't realize that he's getting further and further away from the rest, uh, rest of the flock, amen, until he finds out and looks around that he's lost. And I, I've seen people do that so many times down through the years in the body of Christ. We get so preoccupied, come on, we get so preoccupied in the cares of this life that we don't realize we're wandering. We're getting further and further away from the shepherd. How many people has that happened to? And, to the, and they don't realize it till they finally look up and realize they're, they're out there by themselves and when they're out there by themselves, they're in a danger zone because there's all kind of wolves, bears, and everything out there that's looking for fresh meat. Amen. Hallelujah. We need to keep our eyes on Jesus. We don't need to get preoccupied in everything else and what else is going on. We need to focus on him. Somebody tell me what happened to Peter Peter was walking on the water, but it, then he began to sink. What happened to him? He, he, he got his eyes off Jesus, didn't he? Amen. Now, Peter, Peter did a miraculous thing. 
Peter did something for, for a little bit, for, for a few steps, something that no other man has ever done. Amen. I don't want to take that away. Peter did what, when, uh, when he said, Lord, if it's you, bid me come. Jesus said, come. He didn't hesitate. He stepped out of the boat and he started walking. Hallelujah. Oh, man, oh, hallelujah. If we could quit hesitating when, um, when God speak to us, amen, and we, mm. sister, I got, I got sister Darlene, sister Darlene's working on a lesson. She's going to be uh, uh, bringing to us sometime in the near future about faith. And uh, we hesitate too many times. Hallelujah. If Peter had hesitated, he wouldn't, he wouldn't have made one step on the water. He didn't hesitate. He stepped out, and he began to walk in the miraculous when he didn't hesitate. But then his mistake was, Brother Douglas, he saw the wind and the waves. He got his eyes off of Jesus, and then that's when he looked at, at the danger. He began to sink. He began to go down. And that's, that's the same way that a sheep does. Uh, a sheep will, as they are preoccupied in what they're doing and grazing or what have you, they, um, uh, they forget about uh, looking, keeping, making sure they know where they're at. Uh, how many, I understand, folks, that we need to const, constantly Seek the will of God to make sure we're where we should be. We need to always pray, seek God's face, study His Word to make sure we're not going astray somewhere, to make sure we're not wandering off somewhere. Hallelujah. So all we, like sheep, have gone astray. Every one of us has done this at some time or another, in our Christian life. Not proud of it, but I have done it. And we all have done it. That's a characteristic of a sheep. That's one reason why God calls me one of his sheep. That's why he uses that, because we do have that tendency. Now, into, into um, coming to the close of the ninth lesson, I want to get back to this good shepherd and nothing describes him better than the 23rd Psalms. Nothing describes the Good Shepherd better than the 23rd Psalms. I'm going to read that, and I want everybody to be thinking about this because I want to, I want to get some, some feedback um, and, um, from different ones in just a minute. Psalms 23, a lot of folks can has got this memorized. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in a path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. 
Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Such beautiful words. And so characteristic of Jesus being the good shepherd. Uh, That first verse. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Somebody... Tell me what what that that just that one verse, what's that? What does that one verse speak to you? No lack. Supply all of our needs. The Lord is my shepherd. I like that personal right there, mine. Not talking talking about anybody else but you when you're reading it. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I'm, I'm not going to lack anything that I need. Hallelujah. He ta- he's going to supply your needs. So why should we worry about anything? Why will you? should we get concerned if we believe what this book says? Hallelujah. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Anybody got any comments about that? The green pastures and the still waters. Hallelujah. My peace I give you. Uh, I had, um, I don't have it now, uh, it got messed up, it might, it might be in s- still some of those books that are really black, I, I got in the, old, in the building out back, but uh, uh, this book is titled, A Shepherd Looks at the 23rd Psalm, A Real Life Shepherd, and um, in that book it says that uh, uh, there's, there's uh, a shepherd will not take his sheep by uh, fast-running waters. Waters that makes a lot of noise, rapids, because they're, they're, they ain't, they ain't going to take the time to drink. Hallelujah. He leads me beside still water. The shepherd knows where to lead us to where we can be refreshed. Hallelujah. He knows where the green pastures are, where we can uh, where we can eat and be fed. He restores our soul. Church, there are many times that we need restoration. There are many times we need restoration. Hallelujah. A lot of times people will give and they will give and they will give especially in um, in the realms of uh, different church ministry and things. And uh, there's times that we all need to be restored. And Jesus knows how, as a good shepherd, uh, how to do that. He said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Hallelujah. Amen. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Anybody want to talk about uh, any of that? What's that mean to you? 
Exactly. Right. Hallelujah. The rod. <laughs> yeah. Right. The uh the rod is the uh is the long straight stick that represents the word of God that the shepherd uses to drive off the enemies, the wolves, and what have you that would destroy us. The uh, uh, the staff with the cr- uh, the curve in it represents the mercy and the grace of God, where the shepherd will use that to reach down and hook up under that lamb that's gotten off the path and bring him back. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That's why he said it comforts us. Amen. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort. You prepare a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We're going to receive the blessings of God right in the presence of all those that wants to see us fall and all those that wants to see us cast out. Hallelujah. They're going to sit there and watch as God feeds us. Hallelujah. And God blesses us. Hallelujah. <clears throat> You'll anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. You have heard me say this many times while preaching, that uh, if you ever feel like it, you walk, uh, one, uh, take one step forward and you, and you knock back two steps, well... Don't worry about it because if the devil tries to knock you back, yeah, he's knocking you back right into the arms of goodness and mercy because goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. Any, any part of this that anybody else, it, it, it speaks something special to you. Hallelujah. Because the reason why I'm doing this like this tonight because I, I, I want everybody to make this personal to you because that's what it is. That good shepherd, he's your shepherd. And he's going to give you everything that you need. Hallelujah. And you know what? He gives you things also that you don't need but just to bless you. Because the Bible said he would give you the desire of your heart if you walk uprightly before him. And God has done that for me many times. Many, many times. So he is the good shepherd. And I'm so glad he is my shepherd. We can depend upon him. Praise the mighty name of Jesus. Glory to God. Let's everybody stand tonight. Hope that you got something out of our lesson.